TV. <laughs> We've got TV. More and more TV. But this is short and sweet. And no pun intended for one of the shows. Because, because we're gearing up for fall, which is coming right around the corner. And summer is slowly winding down. So we wanted to talk about a show that's ending its season. And a couple of premieres that we got to catch up on. We meaning the critic and me one. Yeah, see that? <laughs> Let's start with CBS All Access. Dang it, you guys make me pay for stuff. It uh, <laughs> the new show uh, that's on the network is Strange Angel, and it's wrapped its first season. Uh, it's only ten episodes, so it's not like a you know a commitment. But the question is, should we have committed <laughs> to the dip? Yeah. Um, well, I did. Now, should I have? <laughs> we talked about this at the beginning. Uh, this is based on a true story. Um, Jack Rayner plays Jack Parsons, a real rocket scientist. And this is set in 1930s LA. Mm -hmm. uh, he has his best friend, who uh, is at Caltech. So his best friend essentially is there to legitimize this project. And the project is they want to create a rocket. That, oh. And it's Jack's mission to send this rocket into outer space. Mm. Now remember, this is the 1930s. So the scientific establishment is going, your next job. <laughs> so how can he find a way to make this come to fruition? Well, his friend does help him. They do uh, eventually get the blessing of Caltech, a minor blessing, to test things out. Well, do these things go well? Do they go according to plan? Of course not. It's a TV show. <laughs> and they've got 10 episodes. Right. And it's based on true events. So maybe this really went down this way. So there are all kinds of ups and downs, the vicissitudes. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so they're also in the background or maybe the foreground are all of these relationships swirling around Jack. The relationship with his wife, her relationship with her family and her father. Okay, they looking at Jack going, why am I paying for your house, etc." Oh boy. For them bills. So we have that situation. There's this strange neighbor that moves in, played by Rupert Friend, next to them. And, you know, he introduces both of them to this cult-like entity. Okay? They have all kinds of ways of helping people realize their potential. And those ways are strange, hence okay. the title. Mm. So that develops and goes all over the place. And then also, of course, this friendship between Dr Jack and his Caltech buddy, that is strained and strained and strained. So by the end of season one, we do see that there is progress that has been made. They are about to show the military the fruits of their labor. And the question is, does this succeed or not? We think so, but maybe not, because at the end of season one, there's a cliffhanger. Oh, of course there is. So what I'll say is this, and we were kind of talking about this, Ref. This show, for the critic, I love the way it looks. 
I like the cast, and I think that absolutely the story is interesting. However, I'm not quite clear at the end of season one that all of the dots have been connected. Now, I have left out some stuff, of course, for the interest of time. But seeing all of this, like, why is this guy in this sort of cult-like society, which deals, they, I mean, they have sex rituals, all kinds of strange oh, stuff going geez, on. Wow. And they do things that'll help their members succeed that are unorthodox. Like, why did he choose them particularly? Why did he buy into it? His wife gets roped in and that's kind of like, okay, I get it, but I don't feel it. So that's the one question there. Now, if you want something that's a bit odd, that gives you a period piece feel, feel as well, and you like science, okay, check this out. It's not bad. It's just I still have question marks in my head about it. Hmm. Well, do you have question marks about the new premiere of Get Shorty? <laughs> Season two on FX, which I don't have. But a lot of people don't. But that's okay because they are trudging away, putting out uh, original content and this is its second season. Yep. So um, at this point, what? where are we at with this movie? <laughs> is it, I mean, I know their blood has been, they've been sweat, blood, and tears, we'll just say. <laughs> now, where are we at? Right. Now remember, um, this is based on an Elmore Leonard um, story, novel, I should say, of the same name. And there was a movie made of it. Yes, there was. So now we're in the TV show. The TV show is sourced from the book, okay? And they're doing their own thing with it. So in season two, what's happened in season one, let's do this quickly. We have a, a criminal organization that finds its way into producing a Hollywood movie, okay? And they are from Nevada, so they go into LA and they bring their business with them. <laughs> okay. In quotes. It, yeah, yes. So in season one, we see how this movie that really is a D movie, forget B movie, D movie, turns into a possible legitimate contender for awards or whatever else, who knows? They get legitimate actors, a legitimate director, and so on. Now the writer of the movie is no longer with us. The real one. So instead... Oh, the, the real what? The real writer of the movie, the script, is no longer with us in this show. So what they did is they had one of the goons, let's call them, pretend to be the writer so they could get this thing going. Okay. <laughs> and, and that guy is played by Sean Bridgers, who also played an unsavory character, Rectify. Okay. Oh, that same fun. guy. So he's there, and the lead here is played by Chris O'Dowd. He really has the chops to be a producer. Now his boss, Omada, okay, she wants to be in everything. So we gotta watch out for her, and, it's, and she's played by Lydia Porto. So by the end of season one, they have to get a real producer. Is he a producer of great quality films? No. And that's played by Ray Romano. Mm -hmm. Ray Romano's character ends up in a relationship with Omada. 
complicating oh, things. Boy. And the FBI is coming after him saying, you need to inform. <laughs> so in season two, the movie has been filmed and they're ready to screen it for producers to see what's going on. So the director comes in and says, hey, this is great. Is it great? <laughs> so the first episode, look, Chris O'Dowd's character is not happy. And he says, look, I will do the edit myself and fix this. Okay. So we go through all of this. We're, he's in the editing bay. He has his wife and kid who are, and they're now estranged. He's not happy with that. All of these things are now going further and further in this movie production. So you can anticipate the steps that need to happen if you understand how films are produced in Hollywood. Also, of course, there's this criminal business that has to keep going. <laughs> and people were shot at and almost killed after season one. So what what's gonna happen as a result of that? And moving forward, can Chris O'Dowd's character actually have a legitimate presence in Hollywood now? Or is he gonna be haunted by his past and present as a criminal. Hey, you know, that sounds like a lot of fun. It is watch. so, oh, Ref, this is one of my favorite TV shows. What? Yes, I will say it. Season two, the first two episodes, because they gave us a two episode premiere. I'm telling you, I was in hog heaven. Hmm. It was so much fun. This is one of the shows where I actually stopped criticizing at certain moments which is great. Like I can shut my brain off because I trust them. Mm -hmm. It's funny, it's smart, and these people know what they're doing. So if you haven't seen Get Shorty, and you can, if you know somebody who has ethics. <laughs> oh, well then I'll be calling you. Try to get some of those, <laughs> try to get some credentials going if you can't, if it's not available to you. Yeah. Um, or just buy the show. Like I would even do that. If so, check it out, see what's going on. I know for everyone's reference, the first episode of season two, Epics is made available for free. Oh. So there you go. Ah, well, moving on to the fourth season. How did this happen? Of Ballers on HBO. Yeah. Yes, The Rock is back. He's on the big screen. He's on the little screen. He's he's in your he's in your closet right now. <laughs> he's cooking you dinner. I mean, The Rock is everywhere. Well, yes. he's back for the fourth season, and oh, I can't keep up with his character either. He's gone through some ups and downs, some ins and outs, uh, but we're back. We are. And after season three, we see that Spencer, played by The Rock, uh, who was a former football player, let's just say that. He's now a financial manager for football players. His firm, he becomes a partner in. All of this stuff happened throughout the seasons. And in the previous season, they were trying to buy a new NFL expansion team. Well, after season three, we find out that things don't quite sync up the way that Spencer wants it to. So he leaves that venture and decides to start his own firm with his good buddy played by Rob Cordry. I so feel that, like he's all over the place. He just <laughs> leaves whenever, he just starts and goes, that guy. Yeah, and, and the thing is, season three to me was a bit strange because it didn't quite make sense that he would really want to do this and that it was the show. Uh, the show is Ballers. It's more about their interactions with Ballers. That's where it works its magic. It was okay, 
when they were dealing with, okay, we're trying to be owners of this NFL team. It just didn't quite click the way it used to. So now they're back to their bread and butter in season four uh, with them trying to start this firm, trying to recruit new athletes. We also see former athletes, some of our favorites, now in different places, one of whom is played by Omar Miller. He has taken over for Dulé Hill's character as um, <laughs> a general manager. So that's going to be new for him. How is that okay. going to out? And then we also see John David Washington's character, who is about to have a baby. I guess he's about to get married. We see him and his, I guess, fiance looking for homes in the LA area. And he's told her, look, I am not going back to football. I'm not, I'm fine, we can move on. I will not abandon you and my baby to go play. Is he telling the truth? Okay, so that's the question. So here, in I've only seen the first episode of season four. Based on that first episode, it seems like a bit of a reset story-wise. So we'll have to see how this progresses, whether they're gonna be back to where they started or are they going somewhere completely new? To me, it's still the summer. That's where Ballers belongs. Even when it's okay, I enjoy it. Ooh, 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 listeners, we have a giveaway for you. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm about to win these giveaways. You can just You watch. can't <laughs> enter. But, <laughs> listeners, you can. Jack Ryan is coming to Amazon Prime TV-wise, on August 31st. Can't wait. To, to get you prime, and that's starring, you know, Tom Krasinski, you know, he's in that. John and Wendell Pierce, or John, not Tom. <laughs> Wendell <laughs> Pierce is in Wendell Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what this is about. It's no. about getting primed and ready for that awesome TV drop. What we're gonna do is we're gonna give away five, yes, five Jack Ryan movies. Now, what do you, th- you're thinking, what, what what do you mean five Jack Ryan movies? There aren't five Jack Ryan. I remember yeah. there was a Jack Ryan movie with Chris Pine. Right. What are these other ones? Hmm. What well, are they? You got, you have to go way back <laughs> to the hunt for Red October. Oh. Now you may be going, oh, Jack Ryan? Because at first that's, I was like, who's Jack? Alec Baldwin. Played <laughs> <laughs> Jack Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Because I always think Sean Connery, great. There's also then Harrison Ford came in taking over the role in Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger as well. Then we get Ben Affleck in The Sum of All Fears. And then we get Chris Pine finally in Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. All five are in this 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray combo. Yes. That we're giving away? We're not selling it? No, we're giving away for free. So what you need to do, and, and you have to be quick because on August 31st, yeah. At midnight Eastern Standard Time. That's it. You can't enter. So you might want to go to our website right now, www.whywatchthat.com slash giveaways. And you can enter for your chance to win this amazing Jack Ryan collection. 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray Combo! Well, let's end this TV talk with the new season, third season of Insecure. Mm. Mm-hmm. Issa Rae is back. Yvonne Orgy's back. 
yeah. the crew's basically back except for Jay. But mm, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I think he is. But it's time to grow up. Issa is in a bind, and we leave from season two, two about two weeks after she has to move in with her ex-boyfriend. I mean, they are not in a relationship. In fact, yeah. she said he was a, a itch she had to scratch. That was it. <laughs> and this is not Jay Ellis's ex-boyfriend. This no! <laughs> this is pre-Jay that she cheated on. And during, that's kid. right. <laughs> cheated on uh, during. But anyway, Issa's back. She's reaping the repercussions of her wild out, shall we say, in season two. Not only personally, but also on her job. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm. And we know Molly, played by Yvonne Orji, well, professionally, she's always been cool. It's always been her personal life. <laughs> yes. And she's involved in this open marriage that's not hers. No, with her best friend, with one of her best dude friends. Yeah, Charlie. She's friends with both of them. Yeah, it's crazy. But she's guilty about it. She's feeling the heat. Right, and he's looking at her like, don't come in my marriage. <laughs> like, if, look, if you, just advice. Advice? <laughs> if you're going to be in a relationship with someone who's in an open marriage, you need to understand that you're in a relationship with someone who's in an open marriage. Open marriage? You can't then start trying to have rules. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's So, we see these two ladies, again, still struggling as they normally do. We also learn that Issa is a Lyft driver on the side. <laughs> she has Lyft parties. That's right. <laughs> because look, as you were saying, Ref, things at the job aren't going well. Her boss is really not happy with her. Has her on lock, basically, mm. since the last uh, situation from the season two. And how is she going to come back for that? Can she? Because she does have a good idea. And the boss looks at her and goes, no, essentially. <laughs> and get out. That's right. it. She pulled a Miranda Priestley on her. She sure did. So <laughs> the question it. is... The question is, who is the boss unstable? We'll see how that plays out. <laughs> so, look, the title of the show says it all. And the one thing that I really enjoy, well, there are two things I'll say. But the first is this, that I really enjoy. I do enjoy that I don't feel like I'm being preached at by this show. And it could, easily. Everybody's got a problem. Okay, and just when someone thinks they're on strong footing, somebody else goes, uh, excuse me. Yes, all the <laughs> You time. better, yeah, calm it down. And I always love that dynamic. I also do really enjoy, and this is what I was looking at in this first episode of season three. I like the way that LA looks. I like the way they film LA. You know what, I agree with that. Yeah, I really was enjoying the shots, all of that, the colors, how they shoot at nighttime. So for me, pairing this with ballers, <laughs> I'm perfectly fine in the summer just kicking back and being entertained. I will have to say to end it that I'm really pleased with Yolan Noel's um, character, who is Issa's new old, mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't, whatever you want to call it. They're roommates right now. And yeah. Just to just to tease you a little bit, just in case you're like, oh, I'll get to, to the first episode. Uh, 
they have some roommate issues. Uh, yeah. Huge, loud issues. <laughs> well, you know, she's not even his roommate. He's letting her stay. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's not right. she ain't paying rent. <laughs> well, the huge, loud issues um, really does come in between their relationship. I like them together much better than I do um, with know, Jay. Mm -hmm. With uh, poor old Lawrence is the cast. Um, mm -hmm. So anyway, if you want to catch Insecure, you can real quick as a listen. I didn't expect you to end right there. <laughs> I love it. You could do that. But all these shows right now are accessible if you have subscriptions. Unfortunately, if you don't, <laughs> like the critic said, you might have to uh, ask for somebody's credentials. 